Hey, look! The barista is doing triple backflips to celebrate this little girl's birthday. Uh-huh. I can't believe it! Extraterrestrials just walked through the door holding a weird sign! Wow. Wait! The sign says to simply rest your head on the table or it will be blown to pieces! That sounds... dope. Simply diabolical. That was quite dark. Anyway, not too long ago, I found myself in a similar situation. Only I was the one stuck to his screen, endlessly and happily paying social media with my time, in exchange for some dopamine hits. Thankfully, I didn't get my head blown up by some alien dicks, but I certainly started to feel that something ominous had taken over my life. Addiction. I took a step back and observed my life from a third-person perspective, and what I saw was rather unremarkable. My days had slowly morphed into a predictable and, quite frankly, boring routine. Wake up, work, exist as a zombie, with the only colorful thing about me being the screen light reflecting of my eyeballs, and then sleep. Do that for about 180 days, and it becomes quite apparent that, at best, you are exactly the same person you were six months ago. Where did all my thoughts go? Why am I so unable to analyze even the simplest situation in my head? What did I gain after so many countless hours consuming content? What did I lose? The Three Lost Angels As I began to break the chains that held me prisoner in cyberspace, I noticed three angels starving in the cages of hell. The first one is the goddess that assists us in the creation of our dreams, our aspirations. She usually appears in our most silent hours, filling our brains with images of our most desired reality, and eventually pushing us to make our lives more interesting. Boredom Our brains need to always be occupied. When we are put into an environment with no substantial stimuli, boredom begins to emerge. If a certain threshold is reached, it can even lead us to voluntarily electrocute ourselves just to stimulate our brains. This need for stimulation is what drove us as kids to read labels behind shampoos, or pushes us as adults to engage in a new hobby. It transforms a walk with your dog into a small adventure, makes washing the dishes a satisfying experience, and turns getting lost inside your imagination into a more prevalent event. But being in a chronic state of boredom can have heavy effects on our health, both mental and physical. Combating boredom by endlessly scrolling through your feed is as ineffective of a strategy as drinking diet coke to avoid putting on more weight. That's because when you are gifting your attention to Daddy Zack or his colleagues, you're not actively engaging in an activity. You are not converting boredom into action and action into satisfaction. Instead, you are simply suppressing it, and at the end of your scroll session, you have nothing to show yourself for the time you spend, except maybe a little dread. The second angel is the goddess of creation. She is the one who guides our hands as we build, as we paint, as we create. She views every creation as equal, whether tangible or intangible. 
to hear, as long as the final product of our work fills us with content, be it a house, a song, a skill, a line of code, she is smiling. Productivity. If boredom is the force that pushes us toward our dream life, productivity is the act of utilizing this force. We humans are not simply content with surviving. If we were, our days would be spent sleeping, eating and pooping, with the rest of our time filled with mindlessly staring at the blank wall. We crave a life of meaning, filled with potent and vibrant experiences. And one of the best things that offers us a sense of purpose is creation. When we choose to spend our time as consumers, instead of creators, we start to take on the role of extras and slowly lose grasp of the protagonist's seat inside our own very lives. As time passes, we see other people building and giving meaning to their lives, while we rot in a dark room with only a small screen illuminating our blackening souls. Instead of being active, we become inactive, and our lives resemble more the daily existence of a corpse than that of an alive human being. The third starving angel is the goddess of laughter, the goddess of tears. She orchestrates how people interact with each other, helping them connect and blend their perspectives, eventually creating an entity bigger than themselves. Sociality. Sociality is the remaining part for the completion of a meaningful existence, as we are literally wired to crave and need it. The number one contributing factor to long-term happiness and all the benefits that come with it is the quality of our relationships. That's why people in solitary confinement go crazy, people suffering from loneliness are more likely to have worse health, and people in healthy relationships live the most and express the most amount of gratitude for being alive. And yet, the fate of sociality appears increasingly gloomier with its passing year as social media solidify their everlasting presence in our society. How ironic, yet true. We prefer hiding behind our online profiles and engaging with people in faceless scripted interactions at the expense of our social skills and the lives. We have all the time in the world to mold a persona that presents us in the best possible light, seeking the most amount of likes. Our conversations have transformed from dynamic chemistry to meticulous diplomacy. We are all godlike deities, descended from the heavens to bless the world with our substantial personality, as long as we don't have to do it in person, of course. Social media, at their core, are nothing more than a place to shove ads down your throat. They don't really care about providing a place to socialize, as that would take you out of their platform and shrink their earnings that, in all fairness, their executives have a fiduciary duty to maximize. They simply prey on our natural inclination for comfort and the tendency to avoid discomfort by creating a nico chamber that nurtures our insecurities instead of helping us face them. However, this fact neither absolves them of responsibility nor should it excuse our collective indifference about what services we integrate into our lives and become completely dependent upon, instead of using them healthily. So, is all hope lost? Shall we just accept our miserable fate and simply join our beloved goddesses in the prison of our own creation? Are the chains of our exploitable nature 
truly stronger than our desire for freedom? No! The scenario of us, of you, my dear viewer, liberating the tormented angels and basking in their blessings is only five steps away from becoming a reality. The five steps. First, instantly delete any app that you spend a lot of time on that doesn't provide you with any actual value. If you can't access the apps that you clearly overuse and misuse, you cannot overuse and misuse them. Second, start placing your phone as far away from you as possible, like the furthest corner of your room, or in a spot that requires some effort to reach, such as deep inside your backpack. This will make the habit of using it at every possible chance harder to exercise. Third, funnel the time you could be spending with Daddy Zack or the Chinese government into a hobby or a project. It can be anything, as long as you are actively engaging with it and it's productive. If you have ample time, find one activity that primarily benefits the body, like a sport for example, and another that stimulates the mind, like any form of art or a project, like a business venture, aimed at improving your life. Fourth, actively choose to be present in the moment when you find yourself in an awkward or boring situation and you notice your hand slithering into your backpack to pull out the forbidden machine, give yourself another chance to engage with reality, or at the very least, your imagination. Don't shy away from uncomfortable situations, instead, learn to thrive in them. Fifth, understand and embrace the fact that you have an expiration date and therefore limited time to be alive. Every second spent being inactive is another second not spent truly living. For clarity's sake, you don't have to be going after the holy bread non-stop. Resting and recharging play an important role in your ability to continue taking steps forward. Just find a way to relax without giving yourself the opportunity to re-engage with the old toxic habits you have forsaken. With enough time, you will find yourself dancing with the goddesses you have now freed from the cages of evil and finally become the protagonist of your life. I really hope you four build a wonderful life together. A life so colorful that the universe will set the tear the day your story is completed. Thank you for watching and I wish you a great rest of your day.